gotta say your your first episode is great of the second season. I loved it. Nice. Uh, thank you. I like I like how how uh, focused it was, and it, it even like it teetered uh, instead of like like the first season seemed a little rambly because it was. I mean, it was conversational. This seemed to, to have a little more of your like uh, motivational speaker side to it. Okay. Which was good. It, it reminded me of it. It was like an audio Monday morning motivation. I liked. I, I did like the part too. Like, well, touche. That's what I get for teaching a six-year-old at times is bad man. Yo, yeah. Welcome to the Dilettante Nomad. I'm your host BC. Yo, today on the program, we're gonna have Mr. Sean Darrow from the Bottom Five, from Be More. Long-time friend, long-time collaborator. We're going to talk about bringing a creation, a creation to this planet. And uh, just living life, man, and and trying to figure it out in the space and time. Check it out. Uh, But we conquered time already. You know, we conquered the the actual measurement of it. We don't need to dwell on it. The measurement's covered. The measurement is certainly covered, but it's a a matter of, like, uh, quantifying it. Yeah. How have you been quantifying your uh, your time? Um, you know, not the best. I'm, I've never been the best at uh, filling filling my hours as uh, productively as I possibly could. But I think I'm getting better at it. I try I try not to be uh, so lazy, but you know, I fall into the same traps as anybody else does. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> there are my days where I'm like, so I'm like, I really do want to do just fucking absolutely nothing today. But then yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, you fucking lazy piece of shit. Right, and then by the like the end of the day when your legs start getting restless, you're like, wow, I've accomplished nothing, and then it's hard to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there is a certain balance there somewhere. My my wife is very good at uh, at filling the hours. She likes she likes to plan and. and uh, Yeah, that's it's important, and especially now with your uh, new addition to the world coming in in a couple months. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's it's uh, fascinating. My my curiosity is is pretty off the charts at this point with all of the, the movement and like just this morning her her belly went last night because the kid was moving around so much. She's like, what are you doing in there? And you have no clue whatsoever. Does does family members know what uh, sex it's gonna be? Nobody knows. I mean, uh, the we, doctors. We assume that the doctors may know, but yeah, no, we we don't know. <laughs> Nobody has slipped and been like, "Well, he's gonna be a pretty big boy." <laughs> <laughs> no, she. Uh, Louisa said the other day, like, uh, "Hey, maybe, uh, maybe we can find out this next time." Don't no, you dare do this to me right now. Holy shit! Is she being yeah, serious or just right. testing your willpower? six weeks you went this far yep yep and you got you got boy girl names picked out you got like gender neutral names we do no we have we have boy girl names those we're we're keeping those close to the vest until until the day comes but uh yeah they're 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 based in good places they're based in in our roots and in our family history so nice yeah they're they're meaningful names and we got you know as far as as far as all the uh, the odds and ends is all pretty gender neutral. 
Yeah, it's uh, that moment. I mean, as I recall, my, my first, that moment when it's actually happening is one of the most surreal moments you'll ever experience in your life. Uh, it, it comes to reality. You know, for us, like, the, the female's carrying it. You know, she's the one, like, kind of building the pre-bond. Uh, right. I always right. felt like the third wheel during, like, the pregnancies. I'm just like, uh, you guys are, like, all together, and I'm, like, the other dude. Uh, right. And then uh, it's like, once it comes out, it's like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> and a one, and a two, and a three. Ba boom 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 Baby on board, how I'm adored. That sign on my car's window pane. Bouncing my stem. Loaded with hep, cause I'm driving. I mean, even, I, I mean, you bond with, with them, but it's nothing like the mother's bond. I mean, right. you know, the little, the little animal's been living inside her for, uh, yeah, for I, nine months. And I can see when, when she's just sitting down, the baby's moving, the, 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 the look of pure joy on her face while she's touching her stomach and the, the baby's moving inside her. It's just like a surreal thing to see. It's really cool. Yeah, and you're kind of like, when you go over and say hi, you know, and you touch the belly, you're kind of just like a zookeeper, like keeping him at bay or her at bay. You're like, hey, what's going on in there? It's me, it's your daddy. And the, the kid's like, hey, daddy, whoever this daddy character is, leave me and mommy alone, we're having a good time over here. Go, go bring home some dead animals for me to eat, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, is it, how wild is it seeing yourself? children uh it's scary like for, the, for the good for the bad for whatever it's in in my like my personal experience it's kind of freaky uh, there was a christmas picture the first time like i ever really like double took and like got this like weird feeling that it was me with nyla was just, like two or three years old something like that and she had a, uh, a picture with it was just her and santa claus Holy shit. I swear I looked at it and like this weird feeling of that was me like took over the picture. And, um, you know, but it's also awesome. You know, once you come to terms with, all right, this is an extension of my DNA and, uh, um, you know, I could educate this human being with all the knowledge that I have. Plus they can obtain, you know, clearly more. Uh, not only by you know technology standards, but you know just start them out in the game with this extensive amount of knowledge that I've accumulated. Plus, your mother has accumulated. Plus, all the surroundings and everybody that we introduce you to right. has accumulated. All right, now go out and 
utilize all of this knowledge and all of the tools that we've given you to build something great? Like every every new generation kind of has a, a larger pedestal to build upon, I suppose, right? Yeah, they do. I mean, that's and we look at it, and sometimes as we get older too, we're like these damn kids. We start sounding like our you know grandparents and parents about it in the same regard because you know what they do have a leg up on us and things are moving quicker and quicker it's because knowledge is getting greater and greater and we're teaching them earlier and earlier and such the evolution of all things the only thing they don't have which is is life's greatest lesson is experience yeah and that's that's how you know you you kind of whittle down your your edges I, i feel like for me personally i could i used my whole life i could have been told and I have been a, a victim of this example, but you told what to do, what not to do, what's good, what's bad. But until you actually go forth and experience something on your own, you know, maybe you like something that your parents didn't like, or maybe you don't like something that they did like. And, you know, a lot of times you'll probably end up somewhere falling around the same place as what your your parents did or did not like, you know? Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of similarities there, but until you experience it, you don't, there's no way to know. Yeah, and that uh, that life experience, that is definitely, you know, one thing that can't be taught. And, I, I, you know, Nyla is my oldest, so when I talk to her, if she does something wrong, I want to make sure she understands why it was wrong, what the, all the consequences around it were, and that, you know what, you know, we could fix whatever it is. Uh, uh, one example is yesterday... She gave our our garage uh, door opener code, like the numbers you can punch in on the side of the house to open up the garage yep. to get into yep. my house. Uh, she gave that to a couple of neighborhood kids. <laughs> and I explained real, to her why that is... Yeah, yeah. I explained to her why, you know, she was just thinking like, oh my, you know, here's the code to my house, guys. Like, you can come in anytime. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm like, nah, I understand there other little girls too but now what if they tell somebody she's like they're not I said but what if they do you know that's it and then that person right. tells somebody right. else I'm like you know that's that's something that we I think that everybody has the best intention I don't think clearly I don't think the little girls were going to do anything with the code but even so even if they just like but, tell yeah. somebody else and yeah. they go hey I know this garage code I'm going to open up their garage I'm like, no you don't yeah I do and then they open it up uh, you know, you just open it up it yourself. It's amazing up. to see that, to see that like inherent innocence. Also, like yeah. before, you know, it's like probably it's been so long for us since we've had no worries. Yeah, <laughs> that we can't even we can't even comprehend it at this point in our adulthood. Yeah, I I was I was like, are you, are you out of your mind? Like, what were you thinking? And she was just like, and she was probably she was probably thinking, Daddy, are you out of your mind? What yeah, you do? yeah. She's yeah. like, what what is so bad about what I did? I just want my friends to be able to come over whenever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then I had to reset the code clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, it, it's those little life experiences, and I told her kind of, and she then she kind of got it, and I was like, so you know, at the end of the day, I was like, you know, there's an opportunity then for bad people to walk into the house. Right. And then, right. but hopefully when they see all, you know, my, uh, my gun range, uh, bullet targets all over the garage, they'll turn around and leave. <laughs> either, either that or it's Armageddon up in this piece. What's up, man? Congratulations. 
so much uh, that you know you're about you're on a monumental uh, platform right now you're about to to knock out one of the biggies Especially as fathers, I think more so than anything. 
you know, we learn from each other's experience. That's another big part of the growth aspect of the children, is that you were raised differently than your wife was raised differently, the way you approach right. discipline is different, the way you kind of perceive uh, different challenges are different, so it's so important to actually... Well, two different people and two different histories coming together to, to combine on one new project. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big fucking project. It's like 98% of your overall grade. <laughs> it's definitely going on your permanent like, record. Like, that doesn't mean that the homework doesn't count, but this this will be the, the majority of your grade. Yeah, when they hit 18, you figure out what score you got. Like, this is... The, <laughs> This is just like the term papers, you know, the projects, the homework. That's really, that's a really funny way to think of it. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> and it has to like also bring you like closer in touch with, like, a deeper understanding of who your parents are and what, and what they tried to accomplish. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I remember when, <laughs> maybe it was like a month, or two months after Nyla was born. I just, I, I remember making a phone call from my little help, my when I was in Little Elm on the lake house. Uh, from that little lake house, I remember making a phone call and uh, when they picked up, I was like, hey guys, I love you, I'm sorry. And I fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I understand you now. Yeah. <laughs> It took 25 years, but I'm here. Open up my heart, heart pours from the dark like an archer with a dart when I'm scoring on my mark. Take me back to the park where the park was the shit, where we would spit over those blunts that we lit. We take a hit, and then my friend, you got to pass it. We take a sip, and in the end, we were blasted, blasted, laughing over times we were having. But now I'm trying to grab, and I can't seem to grasp it. Did we pass it? It seems crazy to ask it. I fast it, putting dying days up in a casket, gasping for air. It's more expensive than gases But if we're still alive Then I guess that means we lasted I'm laughing, passing out Asking for change Holding my hands out Hands up Come back home to L-I-N-Y Broken phone, no one's home In my dome all alone Same old songs that we never want to hear Then they appear in a six Switching gears Well, you can always find me Standing on a corner with my thumb Pointing up with a bottle of water Holding up the sign We'll wrap the change Rolling up pennies just to get minimum wage And I keep on aging and my dreams all shatter I'm pissed off and shit like I got a loose bladder I'm playing in seeds and I'm hoping to die And blowing the wind blazing drove is the eighth deadly sin, motherfucker Cause I'm looking ahead, but uh, never behind me But wisely my eyes see things that will remind me Provide me a way to escape the shitty day The city's always gray, a video a day A track and a plan, cause I'm back my man To attack and scam with a plaque in hand That says, B-more is back for sure And we're here to settle the score Cause I've been gone for way too long But uh, Sean's back on this fucking song And if the soul doesn't please it needs Take a breeze of trees Adidas don't feed And I'll leave it to the people I'm not as erotic as I once was Not as uh, like yearning for something that, that can't be named as I once was And I, I think I'm finally in a good spot For all of this stuff so. well, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very glad cool. to hear that as well it's weird because I never, I never really saw myself. I'm an only child, so I never really saw myself with that need. Like I never had that, that super deep want to have, to have a child or anything. And I always, if I heard that news, that my stomach would drop, my heart would sink, and I would have a panic attack and freak out. 
unexplainable uh, confidence that I have in myself now that, that I'm, ex- I'm excited for all of it. I know it's not it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows and all that stuff. It's going to be really difficult, and everything I thought that I had to figure out is probably going to come unraveled real quick. <laughs> but, um, but I know I'm going to survive it, and I know that I have a partner with me that's that's really, really, really great. My foundation is very solid at this point. My son, my son is more than one. He's more than two. He's less than three. He tries to talk to me about this, about that, about his coat, about his hat, about birds, about the weather. And he's putting words together. And he's forming little phrases. He's got little verbal phases. And he's challenging me. He's got his own personality. I tell him, little boys gotta pick up their toys. And what he then said exploded my head. He said, Dad. Well, maybe, maybe you're hitting a new renaissance with your physical activity and your, uh, your diet changed and all this stuff. It's good to hear. I'm glad you said you, you seem, you, first of all, you look a lot healthier and happier. Oh, thanks, you sound more, You sound more energetic. Thank you. You know, yeah, dude, it's, it's well, well done. Good decision. And I know it's much more than just a decision. So it's, it's, it's probably a cool feeling to hit that point where uh, you're actually doing it and not just thinking about it. Yeah. And uh, even like this week, I had a, I had a rough go with things as far as, uh, drinking's concerned over this past week um however uh my eating habits basically still stayed in line uh my exercise levels still did i still had productive day times um i wasn't letting it consume me during the day and then uh legitimately that's a major that's a major part of it too even when it happens like you cannot beat yourself up too much the next day because then you'll fall right back into that cycle yeah and i can't do it during the day like i have to wait till the sun goes down like (laughs) i think that's one of one of my challenges where where it was but you know i i like i said i i feel i feel much better uh since i started this on christmas i really didn't start till mid-january but my brain decision was on christmas um i've i've dropped 15 pounds since then and, uh, yeah, and and if I go from where I was for the heaviest, uh, it's twenty five. Wow. Yeah. So and, and, I, and I'm starting to see the difference, and I'm feeling the difference, and it's. Uh, and you can like move around with your kids and stuff. You can probably keep up a little bit better. Yeah, I mean it's great, man. Nyla and I just went on a biking expedition. Uh, I overall it was uh, just under six miles, but it was. Um, it was fun. Like I routed out uh, playgrounds, bike trails, and like a spot for breakfast in the morning. So we hit up like two playgrounds in the morning, hit up a breakfast spot, then hit the trails back, and we ended up going to nine, eight playgrounds on this. Uh, yeah, through the six miles, and uh, just spent an entire day out riding, and it was it was a blast. And, I, and then I, all on top of it, I was like, man, I can't wait till Gio's old enough to do this with us, too. You know? How's Gio? Is he, is he starting? Is he talking? Yeah, he's, uh, he's you know, <laughs> he says his handful of words. And I tell my wife I can't take it no more. Values, values, values. He says ways sometimes. Uh, he'll say cookie, apple, you know, juice, milk. Cheese, yeah, you know, some of the, the, the basics. I remember that Nyla, Nyla took off 
I remember the day you appeared on this earth With eyes like the ocean, got blood on my shirt From my camera angle, it looked like it hurt But your mama had a big old smile We drove you home, saw your yellowing skin Packed a few things and drove you back again Stayed up all night, worrying, wondering What was gonna make it better Broken bones heal if you set them right Get your fine tooth comb from the barber's side Our love's a protective poison But you are your mother's child some of these younger cats at some points you know their guy was like yeah i remember like 2008 when i first heard connor and um you know blah, blah, blah. i'm like how old are you and he's like 23 yeah it wasn't it was earlier than that oh i think he said 2008 yeah oh yeah he's this kid said 2008 oh gotcha gotcha i was just like yeah a little bit longer but I uh, I told the story about uh, 
the uh, I don't know when, but a day's gonna come. Uh, experience at your house. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Uh, that was an intense uh, six minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That that fucking changed my life. Um, we can thank we can thank Justin Gabers for that moment. Because um, ironically, he's the guy who who discovered Bright Eyes in Abercrew. Yeah, that's true, man. When he's yeah, once that started all kicking in, and he was like, "Man, I got a song to put on." Yeah. And I remember I was working at that uh, uh, you know Sam Goody forever, and I remember seeing like the Fevers and Mirrors album and being like, "This is a really fucking cool cover." Uh, yeah, that's a really intense album. Uh, shortly, shortly thereafter, I realized that I invited a lot of people over my house and locked myself in my bed. Oh yeah, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were all scared to open the door because it was like mad people outside. And we're like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh no, who's here now? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a fun night, though. It turned out to be fucking a blast. Yeah, it was great. Hot lava. You remember hot lava? Oh yeah. <laughs> Time to hit the pawn shop and mow lawns All up and down my block, I need a few bucks To get some gas in my tank And I'm just a minute shy from holding up a bank I'm completely broken, I got no clue I'm a little bit crazy and I don't know what to do I'm stuck in the woods in upstate New York While the angels of death trace my outline and chalk If you see me on the corner, ain't for my health I'm begging up singles, it's the most that I dealt But if I get the one deal that can set me up I wouldn't need to charge all the girls that I fuck So what is up my What's man, can you get me a job? Nah. I'm sick of waiting tables, cleaning up at the slobs As I sob up my head to the beat Beating down the street, begging for a change just to eat just I remember I had an intense moment with a bottle cap You know, I was flicking a cap and I flicked this cap, and I've never flicked it so good. This shit was like a 90 mile an hour line drive, and hit the girl directly between the eyes. For, for anonymous girl, wherever you are, we apologize. Yeah, I didn't mean it, and I did I did apologize after left. To all the thoughts of a black, often never see your fortune, so we often attacks, all chips that are stacked are now falling against him and so he ends up just a criminal henchman makes sense when all we're focused on is the riches switches noble women into money hungry bitches christmases cause more stress than pms we're bleeding over this grieving over debt believe that greed will feed off the need to have what's next if that means your whole paycheck your next payment was due yesterday and you're clueless but hey that's a real nice car you got or had i just stole it out the parking lot my bad Yeah, yeah. Hour and six minutes, thanks, Lifted. <laughs> oh, man, and now, now we are the ones passing these lessons on to the future generation. Yeah, we are. We, you know, we are the future leaders and fathers and creators and... Uh, all that other fun stuff Yeah, I have a full resume My friends would say I'm set If I just applied myself to get a check I hate working corporate, man I hate I'm not the boss I hate that I'm poor Life's an ironic course And every time I pass go I never collect shit Except for more bills and diseases I'm feeding up this clip I'm getting real hungry, man Just to taste of steel If I feel another try It's a hollow tip meal With the sorrow that I feel With the bottle behind the wheel As I swallow and jerk the wheel I crash into a field The war drums strong They fight against the poor Yeah. Uh, time to get up, get down, get back, and jump on a new track, attack, attack.
motherfucking ground. One way to put which, it, which, which I'm pretty confident in, uh, in the places I've been and the things that I've done, in them being uh, a good base for, for me to, to to teach from. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of speaking of creation, um, how's the bottom five creation going? Oh, the bottom five is still good. It's still our little it's still our little comedic uh, escape. We 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 moved it to every two weeks. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's 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 a silly fun thing. I love talking to John Carlo. We just we vibe really well. Yeah, it's uh I have a lot of fun listening to it. I haven't missed an episode yet. Uh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've cut back on my uh my sending you guys messages. Uh, there there's been a few times where I've really held back because I'm like, No, you fucking idiots Uh <laughs> It's definitely, it's a whole lot of fun listening to it, just because of, one of the reasons I do listen to it is because of the frustration. Um, I'm like, I know I know you guys will, prov- you know, provoke me just a little bit every show, and uh, I, but I, I have cut back on at least sending you uh, eight, eight or nine texts about something. Hey, we've, we've, uh, we've appointed you our corrections department. So oh, I am the corrections department you're referring to. You, you and my wife, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the good thing is Lou's there. She saved the day the other day. What was that with the baba ganoush and, uh, and, yeah, and the hummus kind of situation? She chimed in because that was frustrating me as well. And then you guys are just like yeah, running in a circle. I heard from a few people on that one. Yeah. It's, it's like, I think it's fun in the moment knowing knowing that we're being idiots about it and then just moving on like nothing happened and not really caring to correct ourselves. Yeah. Well, that's why I figured I would stop because Giancarlo's basically like, yeah, no more from the the, the, <laughs> the corrections department. I'm like, yeah, I'll lay off for a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. The next well, big we're going to record tonight, actually. Oh. Do, you have a, do you have a topic in mind? I've been telling you uh, medical afflictions and uh, bad hairdos for... For a while. Yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe we'll do medical affliction. I mean, medical. yeah, because I, I, I think the hairdos you can get into examples of who rocked those hairdos, and uh, that's and, good actually. You know, I, I feel like Garth Brooks's mullet is like one of the top oh, of the list. Billy uh, Billy Ray Cyrus's mullet is certainly the one. That's I think that's the guy who I'm talking about. They got the same person basically, just different knees. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Do that, the mullet, but that is that all the blowout, the blowout, the, blowout, the beehive. Um, yeah, I kind of like the beehive. You like well, it depends on who's rocking it. Is it like Goodfellas '80s Italian chicks? That, B-52s, B-52s. B-52s. Yeah. Amy Winehouse. Yeah. 
maybe why not set a great PS. Yeah, but then you got like those faux hawks, and I mean, you can get a little like you know, you throw your frosted tips in there. We could go. We could do that. I have, yeah, my recent frosted tips. I have experience living life with them, so it's pretty good. Yo, I saw this guy at the barber shop the other day, and I'm not even fucking around. Shaved head, like bald, shaved head, bit, but in the back of his head, like midway down into his neck. He had a fucking bar strip of hair. That's pretty dope. Like a fucking stri- no. <laughs> Dude, like a fucking a fucking strip right across from like the mid ear to mid ear. That's pretty bizarre, yeah. Yeah, I, and he walked out. He's one of the fucking barbers at this shop, and he walks out, and I go, man, and I asked the guy cutting my hair to stop for a second. I go, yo, Lou, stop for a sec. He's like, yeah. I said, did that guy just have a bar of hair across the fucking his back of his head? Dude, it looked... Apparently, this dude comes from Dallas, and it's like some Dallas kind of hairstyle. It has to serve some kind of function. Maybe, maybe it holds the hat in a proper place. See, the first thing I was thinking was like it was like a handlebar, and maybe the dude's just giving out mad head. Uh, but yeah, it could be a hat holder. I didn't think about that. It could definitely hold Listen, hats. New, new trends, new trends are hard to come by. We've done a lot as a, as a race as far as hair trends. So new, new hair trends is a difficult thing. What about uh, natural genetic hair trends, like the uh, the the bird's nest, like a little Hunter S. Thompson type hair? Oh, uh, a horseshoe. Yeah, or a horseshoe. Yeah, one would call. Um, I, uh, start, I'm starting to thin up front a little bit. I'm not excited about it. I think the last, I think the last bleaching run that I did kind of damaged my hair. Mm. But your dad's got pretty good, uh, you know, your parents got pretty good heads of hair. Yeah, yeah. My, my dad's hair is a little thin. It's just, you know, weird hair, but he still has hair. So. Yeah. I don't really have baldness in my family history, so I think it'll just thin out, but it's starting to, and it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Yeah, it's, uh, you're getting, you know what, I, I look at some people that I know now, and, and I, I, people our age, man, are bald, and I'm like, yeah, man, that's, yep. uh, that's a rough go of things. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah, I guess it's something that we all have to come to terms with, is this aging thing, but then we, we have, then we have the youth to bring us up. Yeah. But listen, listen, my friend. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab my wife's hand and we're gonna go walk in the sun because it's a beautiful New York uh, winter day. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how real quick though? Did you guys get blasted with snow or was that a facade? Uh, it was it was more of a dud than anything, but yeah, there's still like snow and ice all over the sidewalk, so it's well, it was more than enough to be a nuisance. It's still everywhere, but tomorrow's the first day of spring. It's gonna be oh yeah, uh, spring equinox and um. Well, don't slip out there. Um, you know, stay uh, stay walking strong. I know De Blasio yep. was talking about not using salt this time around, and they were going to just push all the snow in the Hudson. I uh, I hope for the sake of city streets that they did that. But uh, no, I think they salted. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a, a salty president. And on that note. And we'll catch you next time here at the bottom. Oh, no. <laughs> On the bottom five. Number six. There is only you.
So I'll just sing my songs and I'll pass her hand And then I'll leave your town and I'll never look back No, I don't look back Because the road is clear and laid out ahead of me Get home, I'll meet my friends at our favorite bar We'll get some lighter heads for our heavy hearts And we'll share a drink Yeah, we'll share our fears And they'll know how I love them They will know how I love They will know how I love them I'm nothing without their love All right, peace, my brother. So, uh, Mr. Sean Darrow uh, of the Bottom Five, uh, longtime uh, friend and collaborator from Be More, uh, joined us on the show to talk about his. Uh, creation into the world what him and uh his lovely wife are about to bring in boy or girl um i'm pretty excited for him and i can't wait to to get up to new york in july and uh and see them and uh welcome the child to the world and um and, and be there for some really cool people that uh i always have the a wonderful time speaking with collaboing with and then talking about life learning from each other and uh and clearly we we could have went on for days months and hours you know managing that time uh to get to be the most efficient in a day but we could have oh there's my son calling my name get out here it's time for you to wrap it up now too and i will so uh until next time uh we'll check it out